Hello and welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today I have a really important episode for you. Probably the most important one that I've recorded in a really long time. And as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, I am literally in my like Sunday <laughs> casual wear. I have no makeup on and I just felt so urgently called to share this message with you that I did not even want to wait. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about how on our path to up-leveling anything, and in this case, it's specifically finances, but this lesson applies to anything we're going to have perceived negative manifestation events that are actually coming as divine guidance that sometimes we misinterpret and it can be really more painful for us if we misinterpret these events. So I want to save you some of that pain. I want to help you distill the guidance that comes from these events. And then last but not least, we're also going to talk about some of the corruption that's actually happening in our banking system right now and how to protect your money and make sure that your investments and your finances are in the best hands possible. So pull up a chair, grab your favorite cup of tea, and let's dive in. So this all begins because in my manifesting mastermind right now, we are doing a deep dive into financial abundance. So I have everyone in my mastermind doing this daily abundance meditation and I'm giving them different assignments to help them get into alignment, help them open up the gates for financial abundance. And if you know me, you know that I always work on what I call a practical magic level. And so we're always looking at both the earthly practices and tools and actions, as well as the divine and the energetics and the metaphysics of things. And so we're working on this for financial abundance right now. And whenever I engage in something like this with my mastermind group, I am fully on board. I'm doing it with them and I'm expanding as well because that's where so much of the guidance about what to guide them to do comes through for me when I fully immerse myself. So I'm doing all the things that I have them doing. And right now I actually am in my own expansion when it comes to financial abundance. I'm making more money than I ever have before. And I'm also about to get married and we're opening up a joint account and I'm joining my finances with someone who is also very financially abundant. And so I am have a lot of intentionality around this next level of wealth and this next level of abundance that I'm stepping into. And so one of the, the parts of doing that has not only been the energetics of that and the feelings of abundance and the releasing of triggers and all that stuff, which I've done already done a lot of work on, but now the things that I've been focusing on has been more on the earthly action. So I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of researching on what are the best banks to have money with? What are the best investment strategies? And also immersing myself in that world to educate myself even farther to be a really good steward of my money. And so I'm doing all of this. I'm teaching also financial abundance and expansion to my mastermind. And I have this, what is perceived as a negative manifestation event around money. And so there's two aspects of this that I want to talk about. There's the 
divine aspect of it and the practical aspect of it. And so here's what happened. So I'm, I'm reading this book and in this book, it's talking about, cause I was about to recommend it to my mastermind groups and I haven't read it in a long time. I read it a while ago. And so I was like, let me reread this book and see if this is still in alignment with what I want to recommend to my clients, right? Because I take that seriously. And I remember loving the book when I first got it. It's called I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And so I'm reading this book. And one of the things he talks about in the book is how big banks, and in the book he mentions Wells Fargo and Bank of America, are notorious for charging their customers fees and making, I think, millions or billions of dollars off this every year. So they charge these overdraft fees. They don't tell you about them. They charge different account maintenance fees, all of these different kinds of fees. And they're little fees. They do it a little bit at a time. So they accrue and hope they're hoping that people don't notice it so that they are essentially siphoning millions of dollars every year from their customers through these fees. And I think Wells Fargo is actually in some sort of litigation or something about this right now because they were actually opening up additional accounts for their customers and then charging fees to these accounts that the customers didn't even realize were open. So like totally crazy, sketchy, dark crime stuff going on there. Now I've been a Chase Bank customer for over a decade. I always sing like Chase's praises. I've even literally just had talked to my fiance about shifting his entire business over to Chase for business banking. And then also had convinced him that for our mutual, when we were opening up our mutual accounts, we should be opening it up with Chase. So just to give you a background, I've been a loyal customer to them for over a decade. So I'm reading all of this and I'm like, oh my God, this is wild. This is awful. I can't believe it. And he doesn't mention anything about Chase Bank in the book, good or bad. So I think, okay, well, just gives me the divine inspiration to open up my app on my phone, look at my statement, and what do I notice? One of my old businesses business accounts that I don't really use much has accrued over $800 in fees, 22 different fees that Chase had charged me on that account. I had never been given one email, one text, one notification on anything that anything was going on that account. That one fee had even been charged. And I'm, first of all, obviously you can imagine how I was feeling. I was like, oh my God, this is horrendous. And how divine was it that I literally was just reading this book about it and it inspired me to actually go with a fine tooth comb through some of like through every single one of my bank accounts and notice that I actually had this large amount of money being, you know, feed away from me or whatnot through Chase. And so I give them the benefit of the doubt in this moment. I'm I'm frustrated, but I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna call someone. I'm going to explain what happened. I'm a loyal customer. I have five different accounts with them. I'm, you know, been with them for a decade. I don't have any like negative things on my record. I'm, I'm a good standing customer. There's no reason why they shouldn't see this as a massive error. Apologize. 
and refund me these wrongful fees. Well, that was not what happened. <laughs> and I'm telling you the story now because I want to explain the metaphysics of it. So just bear with me. And so I get on the phone with them. I explain what happens. I'm very calm about it. I'm giving, again, I've had nothing but good experiences with them up until this point. So I had no reason to feel like they would do this to me or they wouldn't make good on it if it was an error. And they're like, sorry, we can only refund you $100. And I was like, well, there's still $700 of fees that are wrong and unethical on my account that I should not be paying. And they're like, sorry, that's all we can do. So I'm like, do you realize you see my accounts? I have all these accounts with you that I've been with you for over a decade that I've never had anything negligible on my account and there's nothing you can do? Nope. Can I speak to a supervisor? Same thing with the supervisor. No help. This is all through like a call center or whatnot. And I got off the phone and I go to take a walk because I'm like, wow, this is nuts. I can't even believe that this is happening right now. And now mind you, I, I also have the realization at this moment, which is a total gift of how abundant I am, that actually this, you know, this large amount of fees is not really hurting me, right? Like it's wrong. It's my money. It's not their money. They shouldn't have taken it, but it's not affecting my life. It's not going to hinder my lifestyle or any of my choices or anything like that. I can withstand this punch right? And that's a really beautiful blessing of abundance and awareness, right? Simultaneously, I also felt, okay, wow, here, whenever I'm, so the metaphysics of this, before I jump into the logistics of it, the metaphysics of this is that when we throw down the gauntlet to the universe, whenever we're saying, hey, I'm ready for the next level, I'm ready to go bigger, right? Sometimes what happens is these perceived negative manifestation events because, and, and the, the danger here is us misinterpreting them, right? So if I wasn't as practiced in my spiritual practice, right, I could have easily seen this and been like, oh, look, the universe is against me. God is against me. I'm not meant to have money. Money just gets taken from me. I could have made all of these horrible negative beliefs about it, right? Which would have been not at all what was trying to come through in this moment. But instead, because I do have a steady meditation practice, because I do have a lot of faith, because I do know the principles of how the metaphysics of the universe work, I saw this as, wow, this is a gift, this is a gift. I literally, I remember I took a walk, I came back and I was telling my fiance, thank God this happened. Angels sent this to happen. This had to happen because if anything less than this had happened, we would have literally put all of our money with this bank. We would have had both of our businesses with this bank. We would have had both of our personal checking accounts with this bank. We would have had all of our collective checking accounts with this bank. We would have put all of our wealth into a bank that's unethical. And what if something far worse than $800 worth of fees happened, right? And, and I really saw that, wow, the universe, God, source, Creator energy knew that we were about to go through a massive financial up-leveling. 
that we're already in a really great place financially and it's only continuing to get better and better and that I have been so intentional and so prayerful and so sacred about this up-leveling and about doing my due diligence, both energetically, bringing in my guides, my loved ones, calling on my higher power for divine support and divine guidance as I make these big decisions with my money, and also very earthly, and doing my research, and doing my reading, and learning everything I can so that I can be responsible hands to hold even more financial abundance, right? And so this divine manifestation event is perfect, is exactly what needed to occur. Because if it had been, oh, they charged me $150 worth of fees or whatever, I probably would have written it off. If I had called, explained what went on, and that person had actually apologized and said, oh my God, this is this is a mistake. We're so sorry, Miss Fodzak, that this happened. We see you're a long-standing customer. We see that you have a lot of money with us. We do not want you to close all of your accounts. We do not want... I even told the woman on the phone, I was like, you realize if you don't refund this money, I have to morally take all of my money out of my these accounts, close all of my accounts with you. I could not in my right mind continue doing banking with you if you don't make this right. Because if I continue doing banking with you, I'm pretty much asking for this to happen again on a larger level, right? And for you to not make it right again, but now the first time, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me because I didn't follow the guidance the first time, right? So literally the, the universe, God, my angels, my divine support, backing me into a corner to close my accounts and get my money out of this bank, right? And it had to be perfect because... All logic would say when I made that call, any person in their right mind at that bank, if they looked at the account, if they looked at what was going on, would have refunded those fees and apologized, right? Any person, if they just saw the ethics of the situation, would have refunded those fees and apologized. The $700, $800 to them is nothing compared to the amount of money they're about to lose, right? And now magnify it because I'm going to record this podcast. Magnify it because I already talked to some of my close friends who also have substantial amounts of money and accounts with this bank who are now reconsidering and pulling their money out because they're unethical. And it would make no sense. It's literally the worst, it's the worst business move ever <laughs> for them to do right now. And that's why it's absolutely divine. It's absolutely divine guidance that this had to come through because I am so protected. I am so guided that there is no way that my divine support was going to allow me to put my wealth in unsafe hands. And how beautiful is that? I am buzzing honestly right now with gratitude. I feel so protected. I'm so excited. And now it's like a whole new, I feel like it's like this huge surge of energy at the thought of taking all of my money, closing all these accounts and moving to a more aligned institution. And right now we're like, we're doing research, we're in prayer, we're, I'm looking for what that next step will be. And I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. 
I have a lot of my investments accounts with Schwab and I've also heard only good things about them. So I might look into seeing if there's checking account options and things there. My fiance is thinking about looking at some of the more middle-sized banks because it tends to be these bigger banks that are, you know, doing some of these um, less ethical schemes to take people's money. And, um, but whatever it is, it's not even about the like exact thing of what it ends up being. It's the overall message of knowing that this happened as a gift, as guidance, as direction. And sometimes when we're manifesting that next up level, we have a perceived negative manifestation event that we need to see for the divine guidance and protection and support it is. If you are ready to get to that next level in any area of your life, whether it's your money, whether it's your career, whether it's your love life, and something is removed or exposed and sometimes it seems painful right if you're ready to enter into divine partnership with an amazing you know long-term partner and the person you're with is not aligned in whatever way to be the best fit for you for that long-term partnership they're going to be removed and sometimes it's going to suck and sometimes it's going to hurt but the reason that they're removed is because you are so protected. You are so supported. And when you throw down that gauntlet to the universe and say, I am ready for that next level thing, anything that's not it will be removed, will be shown to you, right? And, and in those moments, sometimes it has to be that painful. Sometimes it has to be the large amount of money. Sometimes it has to be the, you know, someone cheating on you or you finding out that, you know, your, your assistant just got the job that you were vying for, whatever it is, right? Sometimes it's like, gets a little what we would call ugly <laughs> in the physical world. But what I find is that when those things happen, it's just the universe, God's source, your angels, your guides, trying to give you really, really powerful guidance so that it's unmistaken what you should do, so that there's no confusion about what you should do. Because once again, using that example, if they would have made things right by the time they called, when I called them, we wouldn't be having this podcast right now wouldn't be having this conversation. And they needed to not only do the unethical thing, but then proceed in that out of alignment, out of integrity manner for it to get to the point where I fully received the download, where I fully received that I cannot trust this bank with my money because that was the guidance that needed to be delivered right? For me to say, okay, well, if I am ready for this next step, if I'm being such a good steward, if I'm paying attention, then this is, you know, this is the guidance in that direction, right? And so I think sometimes what happens is when we have these negative manifestation events, like I said, it's so easy for you to want to give up on yourself. And I'm lucky for me at this point in my journey that I don't, I don't fall into that as much because I've already done a ton of work and come really far with it. But 
I see this in my clients sometimes. They're working on manifesting something, and then something they get the they get the bill. They get a bill for something, or they get, um, you know, or like the guy doesn't call them back, or the job interview doesn't go well. Actually, I had one of my mastermind clients. I remember she was ready for an up leveling in her finances, an up leveling in her job. She was so divinely guided to this one application. Goes through the whole process while she's in the interview process for this one job as a recruiter reach out to her about a couple other jobs and she really wants job a but she honors the you know she was asked she asked us about it and I was like yeah totally like explore your options why not it's easy take a couple calls like mix up the energy right and sure enough she ends up not getting job a and the job B, the other one that she went for, ends up offering her way more money, a way more aligned position, right? And she had to lose job A because she, if she didn't lose job A, she would have taken it. And if she would have taken it, she would have missed out on the higher alignment of job B, the bigger salary of job B, right? And so in that moment, I remember in that moment when she didn't get it, it was like, oh, man, what a bummer. And there's, and you want to, there's a temptation to fall back into it. Doesn't work for me. I'm not protected. Things aren't flowing, right? But in that moment, if you can still have faith, if you can still have faith that everything is guidance. And so even the things that you think are quote unquote going wrong is perfect, is guidance, is pushing you along your path. And for me, this whole situation, I think it's not only, it was not only here to serve me and to serve um, my family and our finances and our businesses, but I also think it was here to serve all of you because I really feel like there is a big shift that's going on in our banking system right now. And this is part, if you look in the astrology, you've been hearing about it for years now, that we have these old patriarchal systems that are corrupt, that aren't working, that are breaking down, that are being illuminated, and we're seeing more and more it's coming to light. The 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 unethicalness and the out-of-integrityness of some of these bigger systems, right? And it was only a matter of time. We knew the banking system was gonna was gonna be revealed, right? And so I really believe that this is part of the awakening around our banking system and the awakening around how we, you know, are good stewards of our money and these big banks that, you know, are using everyday people as ways to make money off of us, right? And a bank, listen, any inherent business is allowed to make money, right? A bank makes money, how a bank should make money in an ethical and integrous way is when you get a loan from a bank, they make money through the interest, they're giving you money now, and you pay them extra as a return on the favor of them loaning you money that you don't have right now. That's traditionally how banks make money. Now, if you have certain types of accounts, certain levels of accounts, there might be a yearly fee. So this is a fee that you agree for certain perks of the accounts. You say, okay, you can charge me $100 a year, and that gives me X, Y, and Z bonus, whatever, with you, right? And 
even when you go to an ATM, right? You go to an ATM that's maybe not your bank's ATM and it says, are you willing to pay the 250 fee or whatever? So these are all very upfront fees that banks make money off of. But it's these out of integrity fees, these sneaky fees that they're gonna try to charge you and not notify you about and not email you about. And like I said, what was happening with, uh, I think it was Wells Fargo, and I'm sure it's probably happening with even more than that, is like they're opening up accounts under people's names. And it's not funny. It's just insane that it's happening. And then charging them all these fees, and then it destroys your credit. It Now you owe this debt that you don't even, didn't even create. And then same thing, you know, the things that are happening, like what just happened with Chase is banks use these fees, these little sneaky fees that end up on your account and they try to not tell you about them so that you can't correct whatever you need to correct or call immediately or handle it, right? Um, to make money off of you, right? To make unethical money off of you. And so I think, you know, one lesson from that is, you know, I think for me, definitely looking at my account statement every single day, um, which is something that I, I just, I do probably on a weekly basis, but not every day. Um, but realizing that maybe that's the level of stewardship I need to have with my money. Um, and also doing more research and looking into, I think, so many of us just like we used to lean on these big companies, right? These big brand names for some of the products that we buy in our household. And we didn't realize that some, like our parents' generation, I think for a lot of us, didn't realize that some of these big name brands of things that we would buy for the household didn't have our highest good in mind. They were sneaking chemicals in there. They were sneaking fillers and all of these things that were not the best for our health and our well-being. And so now we're creating a whole different economy of smaller companies that are coming to light that have strong ethical practices that are more conscious in the ingredients they're using, that are thinking about the well-being of the planet and the well-being of us as we you know, develop and grow, we have more of these companies, right? So more and more of us are buying from those companies, right? We're, you know, we're buying from even like the seventh generation for our laundry and having everything be like no chemicals, no dyes, no anything. And we're no longer buying the Tides or whatever other like, you know, conventional brands are out there because we see that these bigger conventional brands prioritize profit over people right? They prioritize profit over the earth. They prioritize profit over everything. And that is the old paradigm that's falling away. And so we're going to start seeing that in more and more industries, right? But I think the banking system is another big thing. So this is not to say, this is not to instill fear in any way that you should not be having your money in a bank or, you know, doing investments like absolutely please do not like take all of your money out and hide it in a cardboard box or something. That's not what this is about. But this is just similarly, like most of us shifted from using more conventional brands at some point to using these brands that prioritize our well-being, that prioritize the well-being of the planet that are more conscious this is what's now, I think, next on the chopping block for the financial system is really looking at what are the banks that are going to do right by the people? What are the banks that are really going to be in integrity and have good ethics? What are the banks that are actually going to prioritize building that trust with people 
over short-term profit. And it allows us to be even more conscious citizens and conscious stewards of our money and where we're putting our wealth and where we're putting our investments. And if you're listening to this, you're listening to this because you probably are also ready for a financial up-leveling. And you're also ready to be a better steward of your money, right? And so when you have those intentions, things are going to be illuminated to help you on your path. And regardless of how much money you have right now, even if you're starting off with a little bit of money, right? And here's the thing. I knew... (laughs) I knew that, you know, this was completely wrong because the bank account that got all of these fees was the bank account that I started when I literally had no money, when I was, you know, barely scraping by. So I had literally every like overdraft protection, every notification, like everything possible set up on this account so that I could be as best of a steward of my money with the very little money I had, right? So I'm very much not in that situation anymore, but I knew that when I started this, that was the intention too. I started with the intention to be a good steward of my money before the money appeared, before I had the level of finances I have today. And so for those of you who are in that, that any stage of this journey, just know regardless of what you have in your bank account, it is worth being a good steward of. And if you in any area of your life are ready to up level, are ready to play a bigger game, sometimes things are going to happen that feel really frustrating. Sometimes things are going to happen that might not even make sense or might feel like really like unfortunate events. And they're always guiding you. They're always leading you on your path. So ask yourself when something like this happens in whatever area of your life, what am I being shown? What am I being guided towards? What am I being guided away from, right? Because oftentimes these big like bricks on the forehead kind of things, right? Something hits you like a brick, right? Like a $35 fee is like a fly, <laughs> but a, a $800 fee is like a brick. <laughs> um, it's just to give you faster guidance. It's to help you move faster, right? It's to help it not just fall away, It's to say, let's pay attention to this. Let's make some change. Let's make some shift. So I hope this served you today. I know that if you listened to it, if you were called to it, that there was something here for you, whether it was around your financial abundance, whether it was about shifting your bank account, um, whether it was just around, you know, really being ready for the next level of something and knowing that if a negative, quote unquote, perceived negative manifestation event occurs, that it's actually just guidance. And if you're ready, you know, if you're ready to really take that next step, um, especially with your finances, I do have um, two different options. There's a money love workshop, a a short workshop um, on my website. And then there's also the earn with intention, which is a slightly bigger course that really goes into all of my practices about, you know, being a good steward of your money and, and, and taking that next step towards financial abundance. So I'll put the links below for that. Um, 
And of course, if you want to be part of my masterminds and dive even deeper, I'll put the link below for that as well. But I really just, I hope this served you and I'll keep you up to date um, as I discover more stuff because I do think this is an important conversation and I do feel really called to um, protect as many people as possible um, as we move through this next paradigm around our banking system and our finances. So sending all my love. And if you have someone that you think needs to hear this podcast, please, please share it with them, especially if they're banking with any of the three banks that I mentioned here. <laughs>